37th parallel on America's haunted highway, it's Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange. What's up, everybody, and welcome to your favorite day of the week. It must be Wednesday because this is Pixelated Paranormal episode 104. And no, it's not Thieves in the Night part three. (laughs) 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 Uh, That's true. That's true. Still working on that, though. Still got that in the pipeline. Uh, No, this is going to be another another. Another show that we deliver our favorite way, and that is Fast and Loose. <laughs> fast and Furious, baby. Yep. I'm liking these because I don't have to do hardly any kind of edit, <laughs> which is which is nice when we record these literally in the 11th hour. Yeah. But yeah, Steve couldn't be with us this episode, so we kind of put things off knowing that we had plenty of time to record, and wouldn't you know it, here we are Tuesday night, 11 o'clock. Yeah, that's all right, though. It is all right, because you know why? There's tons of weird shit going on in the world that you guys probably didn't know about, and we're going to give it to you. And probably don't want to know about. Yeah. But first of all, I have to say, um, it is the two-year anniversary of the day we lost George Romero, so uh, may he rest in peace. I I don't, I can't do a fake trumpet, you know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it, but I watched uh, the spiritual sequel to Dawn of the Dead last night. It's a movie called Zombie 2. Yeah. And it is an Italian horror movie uh, about zombies and voodoo. Ooh. And uh, it's supposedly like the unofficial sequel, Dawn of the Dead. I watched that last night. Really getting into some Italian horror lately. Not to be a hipster, it's just really good shit. I tell you, if you can find them... In the seventies, there was a uh, Europe or a British film company called Hammer Films, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they had the Black Castle logo, and they yeah. did mixed genres uh, horror films. So they had like Kung Fu and Dracula, like werewolves yeah. and cowboys. And uh, my favorite one of all of those is uh, the Seven Brothers versus Dracula. Uh, oh God, yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've I've heard. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And Jason was able to secure those on VHS a long time ago. And then mm-hmm. like when everybody was going to DVD, like they're like, "Yeah, I don't think a lot of people like her shit, so we're not going to waste our money um and putting them on DVD." And I'm like, "Oh, bummer. No, you have to. I have to have these in my love life." Hammer. Yeah, people love Hammer films. Yeah. I mean, to the degree that who was it? Uh Quentin Tarantino and uh, I forgot the other guy's name. Robert they Rodriguez. Were, yeah, they made Death Proof and uh, Planet Terror. Yep. And those are pretty much like spiritual successors to the Hammer film uh, movies. So, yeah, dude, it's, I don't know, it's only midway through July and I'm already in the horror movie mood. I mean, I'm always in horror, like cheesy B horror movies, like that's my jam. <laughs> right? Hell yeah. Shudder has a shit ton of good stuff too, so... I, th- I was thinking about making a master list of 31 horror movies to watch in 31 days, you know, through October. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to commit to it. One a night all the way through. Well, if you commit, I'll commit. Hell yeah, dude. I was hoping that maybe we could get together and watch a couple of three of us and, you know, I don't know, not necessarily commentate while we watch it, but just, uh, 
you know, get together, watch one, and then get together and talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Maybe record something. Yeah. Um, so that being said, a quick little spoiler or teaser for the next episode. When Steve comes back here in a few days, we are going to do episode 105 as a spoiler town episode where we will cuss and discuss all things, uh, stranger things part three, as well as the first two seasons too. Cause after finishing season three, I'm pretty sure I need some therapy. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we'll get together, and we're going to talk about that. So 105, here is a fair, fair warning. That will be a spoilerific chat about Stranger Things Season 3. So we'll uh, just let that be known. Yeah, yeah. But this episode has tons of stuff that's not going to be a spoiler, and hopefully tons of stuff that your regular news outlets didn't tell you. (laughs) <laughs> Although <laughs> I snuck a few in there. There are a few uh, what you would call, you know, headline news, but I'm not sure how much of that everybody saw. But uh, why don't you go ahead and load me up real quick with your uh, <laughs> your possible, you know, what should we call this? Maybe fake news? <laughs> yeah. When the it's facts fake news, right? don't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> when the facts don't matter. You are fake news. Well, guys, museum employee contracts 150-million-year-old STD after sex with a stegosaurus egg. That's right. An employee at the Dinosaur National Monument is now being hospitalized after experts believe he may have contracted a sexually transmitted disease dating back to the late Jurassic period. Adam Weinstein, 23, was hospitalized last week (laughs) after suffering from symptoms usually associated with syphilis, such as loss of eyesight, coughing blood, and swollen genitals. Weinstein admittedly told his doctor that he had inserted his genitalias, uh, or his genitals, inside a stegosaurus egg at his workplace because he was depressed and sexually frustrated since his girlfriend left him several weeks before the incident. There was a hole in the egg, and I don't know what happened. One thing led to another, and I just went for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, so gross. The patient also admitted he inserted a Tyrannosaurus tooth in his anal region (laughs) on several occasions, (laughs) (laughs) but this does not seem to have played part in his current medical condition. (laughs) The employees warned semen might have triggered some of the biological reactions which brought the dinosaur area... Era bacteria out of its 150 million year long uh, slumber. I don't think that that's actually scientific, scientifically accurate. I don't think but the whole story scientifically accurate. Yeah, <laughs> not not all bacteria can come back to life after being dormant for millions of years, but syphilis, goddammit, is one of the bacteria that can. Uh, which they are extremely hardy and can survive dormant for hundreds and thousands of millions of years. So, yeah. Wow. There you go. You would think they would have had a more clever name for the uh, the STD because syphilis is still around. Yeah. Oh. He might have contracted a syphilisaurus. <laughs> uh, there you go. You know, and after he did that, he looked down the next day and he realized, oh, man, I've got a lot of oozy, gaping, pustule dinosaurs on my dick. Oh, Oh, that's all the dinosaur puns we're going to do today, I think. (laughs) What did I text you? Pterodictyl? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we should quit. I've been drinking already.
He got himself into a terrible dickament. Yeah, we're done. Um, Okay, so let's get into the real news. First of all, we're going to go to good old Kentucky. Kentucky fuck. I realized I I didn't have the fucking story loaded up here. So uh, in Kentucky, in Prestonburg, hey. Hey. Prestonburg, Kentucky. A man went to the doctor after having an irritated eye, only to get unsavory news that it wasn't just a piece of fuzz. It was a tick. Ugh. This guy was a line worker, and he had just recently gone up with a crew to pull some fallen tree limbs down off of a power line, when after he got down from the ladder and took his safety glasses off, he realized he had something irritating his eyeball. So he gets off, he rubs his eyeball, nothing happens. It's getting worse and worse and worse. So finally, fearing for the absolute worst case scenario, he goes to his eye doctor. Eye doctor puts him under the light, shines it in there, and realizes, yeah, you definitely got something on your eyeball there. <laughs> I love when doctors say that. Yeah, you definitely got something wrong here. Yeah, there's something there. You, you huh. got a problem. But he had a tick that had bitten into his eye hole. His eye hole. His eyeball. So the doctor just gives him a little bit of a, you know, antiseptic eye drop, takes the tweezers, pops that baby off of there, and then sends him home with an antibiotic script and some steroid drops. And Bob's your uncle. That's the end of the story. I mean, I don't know. Tick in the eye or syphilis, sores in the dick. Which one would you prefer? I, I'm lucky enough to have never had an STD or an, uh, STI, is that what they're called? Yeah, I don't Most know. Some are curable now? Yeah. I, I've never had one, so I don't know what to compare it to, so still going to go tick in the eye. I mean, I've had a kidney stone, and I'd rather have a tick in the eye than a kidney stone. So You'd rather have a tick in the eye than a tick on the dick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so, okay, up next, Preston, we'll keep things rolling with the great outdoors. We're going to go north to the Siberian tundra where a man was left for dead in a segment I'm going to call Barely Alive. Ooh. So up in Siberia, some hunters were, you know, kind of perusing the tundra when their dogs got really spooked and decided not to leave the mouth of an open cave. So after a little while of trying to coax their dogs away, the hunters said, fine, fuck it, we'll go in here and we'll see what's going on. Because the dogs were kind of rowdy, they're, they're growling and they're barking and they're kind of scratching at the mouth of the cave. And supposedly when they went in, they found the mummified remains of a dead man. He was emaciated, his, uh, his skin was turned almost a bluish gray color. He just looked really sickly. He's missing chunks of flesh, he's got open gangrious wounds. And they were getting ready to call it and say, yeah, this man's dead. We better call the authorities when the dead man spoke. So they, of course, all freaked out like anybody else would do during a zombie movie. And he told the hunters his name was Alexi. Right? Did I have that right? Alexi or Alex? Oh, sorry. His name was Alexander. And he'd recently got into it during a hunting expedition of his own and started tussling with the bear. Now, he tried to escape. The bear broke his back bit him, and then drug him back to the mouth of the cave. The man fought a good fight, fought a good fight. The bear dragged him in and was slowly eating pieces of him, you know, as uh, for a couple days. Days turned into a month 
and the guy says he was only able to survive because he was drinking his own urine. Now, I'm going to call poppycock on that. I don't think a person can drink their own pee for 30 days. But I will include some pictures on the Instagram. The guy looks pretty fucked up if this is a real story. But yeah, basically, the bear broke his back and drug him into this uh, cave and was just snacking on him for days and days and days. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I buy that a bear would just snack like that. Like most bears, yeah. like they're gonna go to fucking town. They're a fucking bear. Yep, that's what I thought, man. They would maul you to death, and then I don't know, maybe it brought it back to feed the cubs. Who knows? Especially like polar bears because they're like assholes of the bear world. <laughs> Yeah, I watched a video of a bear pull a fucking whale out of the water once. And did it just like I think Good. Did it just snack on the whale? Did it like fucking just go to town on it? Um, it was a short video. It just showed like this whale, like this kind of fucking with the or yeah, you know, kind of coming up and down and up and down breaching. And finally this polar bear walks over and just uh times it just right and grabs the thing and pulls it up on the iceberg. Hmm. <laughs> polar bears are kind of like cats. Just assholes. <laughs> so let's get into some pee talk, Preston. Oh boy. Do you think it's possible for someone to drink their own urine for 30 days and survive? Um, I mean, Kevin Costner did it in Waterworld. <laughs> Didn't he have like a, uh, I don't know, like some kind of filtering system? Yeah. 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 yeah okay. So <laughs> there went your scientific evidence. I mean, they say like pee is actually sterile. But mm-hmm. um, I don't I don't know, dude. I, it's piss. It's piss. So, OK, the human body can go no more than three days of that water before you start having your kidneys and your your liver and everything else start shut down, uh, starting to shut down. In this case, everybody says urine is 95 percent water. So why not? Why not be able to drink your own pee for 30 days because it's 95 percent water? But the problem is the remaining 5% of urine is pretty problematic because your kidneys do a really good job of filtering out impurities and you know from the blood and your your, uh, your stomach and everything else. So when you pee, that yellow junk, depending on the you know shade of yellow, mm-hmm. is the amount of compounds it's removing. But there's over 3,000 different things that could be in your urine. You know, this depends on what you've eaten, what you've drank, medicine you took. Uh, environmental contaminants, waste metabolites. I think that's what I wrote in my notes here. So even when you say your urine is clean and it's sterile, that just means it has a low bacteria count or little to no bacteria at all. But the problem is, if, if you and I were to pee in a cup and drink that pee, we are drinking a fairly low dose of the contaminants left over from the water and the stuff we ate that our body you know, filters out, our kidneys filter out, and then you pass it through your urine. The problem is you have urea, chloride, sodium, potassium, and creatine in your urine. So when you and I turn around and drink our pee, we're not drinking 100% tap water, we're drinking 95% water, 5% garbage. So if you do that over and over and over, after a minute, you're going to get less of a, you know, straight from the tap source and continue just to drink more and more, like, you know, ratty proteins and shit like that. So, I don't think you could. I don't think a person drinks their pee for 30 days and survives. I'm calling poppycock. I'm calling pixelated poppycock. Well, patch 
patches a hula hand from dodgeball says is it necessary Jesus. for me to drink my own urine no but i do it anyways because it's sterile and i like the taste <laughs> i almost spit out my moscow mule that's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> so yeah not only is that pixelated poppycock on the story of the bear it's also pixelated poppycock on fucking bear grills who says that you can always drink your own pee in worst case scenarios it's not total garbage because a chinese man was once trapped under an earthquake um built um scratch that this is where you guys get to hear the oopses and the whoopsies a chinese man trapped under earthquake rubble survived six days by drinking his own urine Good. And don't forget the lady on uh, My Strange Addiction who drank her pee, bathed in her pee, and used her pee behind her ears for perfume because she liked the way it smelled. It's just straight up ammonia, though. Yeah. Fucking gross. Well, Aaron Ralston, the guy who famously got his arm trapped in that boulder, uh, who played him? James Franco? Yeah, Franco. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, he's famous for cutting off his own arm to survive. But he also drank his own pee to survive during the time he was trapped uh, pre-arm amputation. And the last little story I'll share here is, in Rome, a group of nuns got stuck in an elevator, and they survived sheerly off of praying and drinking their own urine while they were waiting to be rescued. So, I mean, in extreme conditions, I suppose you could probably drink your pee, but the problem is you're just drinking wastewater. So over time you're going to do some kind of damage to your kidneys. If not, yep. you know, cause some short-term or long-term kidney fail failure, I think. But again, I'm not a doctor. I'm no scientist. <laughs> well, Preston, I think it's better that we stay in the woods rather than go out on the highway because uh, I think I'd rather be eaten by a bear than what this next guy saw chowing down in the middle of a Texas highway. In the next segment we call Snack Squatch. So it just came out a few weeks ago that a Texas trucker reported saying that one night when he was driving down a highway in Texas Hill County, heading towards Laredo to pick up another load, he saw something strange off in the distance. Now, as he's driving a semi, he's making his way closer to whatever strange mass he sees in the middle of the highway, and as he gets closer and closer, he realizes somebody hit a giant deer, maybe an elk, in the middle of the highway. But it's really weird because there's not a whole lot of elk in this part of Texas, let alone Texas at all, I think. So the trucker gets a little bit closer, and he swerves over, not wanting to run over the carcass, and he realizes he sees a, what he thought was a man hunched over. And at first he thought the man may have been cutting off the antlers as a trophy. Then he realized, holy shit, no, this guy I think is actually eating, oh gross, yeah, he's eating this fucking deer carcass. And as a semi-truck passes, the thing stands up. And it was covered in reddish-brown fur. It stood nearly eight to nine feet tall because it actually was able to see over the edge of his door into his window. Hmm. Yeah. And he said as he passed this creature, it had some kind of sentience or some kind of intelligence, rather, because when he got close enough to startle it, it looked directly at the driver. Not at the semi, not at the tires, not at the trailer, but directly at the person. 
So he said whatever it was that he stumbled upon and startled was smart enough to know that this giant metal vessel was being driven by somebody, like a driver. So he said when he came upon it and it first saw him, it looked through the windshield as he's getting ready to pass the creature. As he was passing it, it continued to lock eyes with the driver clear through his driver's side window. And he said the entire time passing the creature, he wasn't thinking, holy shit, it's a Bigfoot. Holy shit, I got to get a picture of this. He was thinking, what the fuck is this thing? It's a giant. I got to get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, what do you think, man? This story is almost 20 years old. Shit, almost 30 years old. Do you believe an old battered trucker who saw a Bigfoot if he waited this long? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck I do too. Yeah. I do too. I just, uh, speaking of strange stories, I just picked up uh, from Amazon Linda Godfrey's I Know What I Saw, which is a huge book compiled full of nothing but firsthand uh, eyewitness accounts of strange creatures that people have stumbled upon, so... I cannot wait to get into that book. So now, presto, big old Bigfoot eating on the side of the road. Might be a pretty gnarly scene to see as you're driving down the highway. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I want you to tell me, is seeing a Bigfoot eating a deer carcass worse than what these police found when they made a traffic stop in Oklahoma? Okay, lay it on and me. The next, the next article I call, What the fuck, Lahoma? <laughs> oh you oh, oh Preston incidental pun <laughs> Oklahoma University oh listen to us just talking about sports <laughs> <laughs> so police in Oklahoma say they found a rattlesnake a canister of radioactive uranium and an open bottle of Kentucky Deluxe whiskey during a root tree a routine traffic stop what on the, the side fuck? of the highway. The traffic stop happened June 26th in Guthrie, about 30 miles away from Oklahoma City. Uh-huh. Guthrie Police Sergeant Anthony Gibbs told Oklahoma City Police Station TV, or I'm sorry, Oklahoma City TV Station, that the police don't know why the uranium was in the back of the vehicle or how it was obtained, although they have heard uranium ore can be bought through Amazon. They also found a gun in the console and a terrarium in the back seat containing a timber rattlesnake. Gibbs says the driver, Stephen Jennings, was charged with possession of a stolen vehicle, transporting an open container of liquor, and driving with an unsuspended li- um, with a suspended license. His passenger, Rachel Rivera, was charged with possession of a firearm and being a former uh, shit scratch that his passenger Rachel Rivera was charged with possession of a firearm after a former felony conviction was she a hooker she was a hooker I just want to <laughs> we call them sex workers Preston Jeebus <laughs> what the fuck kind of game of clue were they playing with a <laughs> bottle of whiskey a rattlesnake and uranium <laughs> That's like a new Russian roulette that I didn't didn't even know existed. <laughs> right? Wasn't there a story? God, this is going to be vague. But some guys in like Russia or South America found an x-ray machine. And when they found it in like this old like 
defunct bunker. They ran over and kicked it and knocked it over and they ripped out the uranium or whatever was inside of it. And it was glowing and they got all excited and they chipped a piece of it off and put it in a necklace. And this guy wore this fucking uranium necklace around for a couple of days and then got like wicked radiation poisoning. Dude, I've never heard that story. Oh, you've never heard that? I got to find that story. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun story. But speaking of fun stories, Preston, that is not the only weird reptile-related story that we have tonight. Ooh. Because we're not alone in the 11th hour. Shayla loves to find weird shit just as much as we do, so she is always tagging me in weird stories like five minutes before we record. <laughs> <laughs> so in Loretto, Tennessee, a drug bust announcement out of Lawrence County, Tennessee came with an atypical warning about the dangers of flushing away drug evidence. The warning came because of an actual drug arrest in Loretto over this last weekend. Police say that when they went and served a search warrant, the suspect in question, Anthony Perry, unsuccessfully tried to flush his methamphetamine and several other items of paraphernalia down the toilet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Perry was arrested on multiple drug and evidence tampering charges. In a Facebook post, the police department gave this warning. Ooh, did you hear that fast car go by? No. <laughs> on a more or less serious note, folks, please don't flush your drugs, okay? Okay. When you send something down the sewer pipe, it ends up in our retention ponds for processing before it's sent downstream. Now, our sewer guys take great pride in releasing water that's cleaner than what it was in the creek. But they're not really prepared for meth. We've got ducks, geese, and other fowl frequent in our drug treatment pond. I'm sorry, in our water treatment ponds. And we shudder to think what would happen if one of them got all hyped up on meth. Furthermore, if it makes... F <laughs> I forgot about this part. Furthermore... If it made it far enough that we could create a meth gator in Shall Creek or Tennessee River down from North Alabama, we'd have ourselves some trouble. They've had enough methed up animals in the past few weeks without our help. So if you need to dispose of your drugs, just give us a call. We'll make sure they're disposed of in a proper way. Did you just say methed up gators? <laughs> methed up gators, baby. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I was excited about methed up ducks and geese, but a fucking alligator, dude. I don't Hell even yeah. know what to do. How do you even handle that kind of shit? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so second pop quiz of the day, Preston. Okay. What what is worse? Methed up alligator or methed up attack squirrel? Um, I'm going to go with alligator, bro. In Limestone County, Alabama, authorities arrested a man and are searching for another after they found methamphetamine, drug paraphernalia, body armor, and an attack squirrel possibly infected with methamphetamines. Huh. The Limestone County Sheriff's Office said Ronnie Reynolds, 37 years old, was arrested during the search of a house. They added God damn Mikey it, Ronnie. Paul <laughs> what? I said, God damn it, Ronnie. <laughs> right? They added that Mikey Polk, 35, is wanted by investigators for questioning after news that he allegedly fed a squirrel methamphetamine to keep it aggressive. 
So animal control was called to the apartment, and they in turn contacted officials with the Alabama Game and Fish and uh, Animal Division of the Department of Conservation. Officials says they retrieved a squirrel in a cage out of the house in question. They could not confirm or deny or prove the creature was infected with methamphetamines, but they said there could be, they said there could be the potential. So basically, what this guy says is he has a pet squirrel. The pet squirrel is like his baby. He's bottle fed it ever since he was, ever since it was a baby. He takes care of it. He has it tamed. But other people who have gone over for drug runs have said he treats it like an attack dog. And this thing's already a fucking squirrel, so they're pretty much, you know, the methamphetamine of the nature world. Right. But people started getting suspicious whenever he said he would give it meth to keep it, you know, aggravated and to kind of spice it up a little bit. Huh. Yeah, so there you have it. Meth gators and meth squirrels. You know, I I, uh, came across an article that talked about how um, a scientist was deconstructing Adderall. Mm-hmm. And found that um, Adderall and methamphetamines are actually pretty much the same same drug. Yeah, yeah. I read about that as well, actually, which is kind of scary. Yeah, wasn't the old rumor or the old conspiracy that meth was actually made by the government to give to soldiers to keep them awake and alert? Oh, well, actually, that's that's actually true because of the Battle of the, of the Bulge um, mm-hmm. in World War Two. Um, the Nazis were actually losing, and they developed the speed like a like a crack or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, they just fucking hyped all the soldiers up because when they were high as a kite, they weren't afraid of death anymore, and they're like nine 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 nine, and they just like went to town and kicked everyone's ass. So mm-hmm. the reason why they won that battle um, was because they were hopped up on uh, Nazi meth. <laughs> nice. So, but I mean, didn't the U.S. Army do the same thing? Oh, yeah, during that time period, we did tons of stuff like that. So, and, yeah, and that's that's in no way any disrespect towards the U.S. military or any soldiers or anything like that. That's just, you know, conspiracy talk. But I yeah, swear it, I had a go ahead. And, and it's one of those things like, you know, you're, you're, um, you got to look at the time period, the fact that, like, compared to everybody else, like the Nazis were like super advanced compared to us and the Russians, but anybody else involved in that war. So, like, how do you bring down the big wartime machine? Like, you know, you got to crack a few eggs to whatever that analogy is. Make and, a few uh, omelets? Yeah, so... You got to crack uh, a few eggs to kill a few Nazis, folks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if there was any more Nazi talk in this episode, that's the perfect title. <laughs> yeah. You got to crack a few eggs to kill a couple meth gators. <laughs> oh, fuck a doodle do. Well, bringing her around town here, the last story I have about the news is going to bring it back to the most important news story on Facebook land. The U.S. feds warn alien seekers not to try their luck at Area 51. Yeah. More than half a million Facebook users. We're talking nearly 6,000. Scratch that again. 670,000 recruits as of Saturday have pledged to, quote, storm Area 51 because they can't stop all of us. (laughs) The purported raid is still set for September 20th between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., with the details section noting 
If we Naruto run, we can move faster than their bullets. Yeah, I think we talked about this last episode. That it's not just the bullets that you have to worry about. It's like the minefield that surrounds mm-hmm, the complex. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't even get into that fucking airbase without going through a special airport in Las Vegas because mm-hmm. they have to fly the employees in and out. So, like, 10 miles into the desert is the fucking airbase where those the, where that gate is. That's all fucking landmines. Like, you're going to blow yourself up to bloody chunks, and then, mm-hmm. like, you're all going to be dead. So, good job. Oh, yeah. Air Force spokeswoman Laura McAndrews, in comments to the Washington Post on Friday, warned anybody seriously intending to follow through with storming the site. She says they should think twice. Area 51 is open training range for the U.S. Air Force, and we would discourage anybody from trying to come into an area where we train American armed forces. The U.S. Air Force always stands ready to protect America and its assets. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Fair warning. And listen, next- all... The- like the B one bomber came from Area fifty one, the B two bomber came from Area fifty one. Like all the new tech that the army has, like that's all come out of you don't think that they got a fucking like rail gun where they could just press a button and then bam, <laughs> it's like two hundred and fifty thousand pieces of meat laying on the ground. Like get uh-huh. get a fucking clue, America. Come on. That Jesus. was my thought too, man. Like machine guns. They can't kill all of us. Yeah, they can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna just be meat puppets when this is all said and done. Well, buddy, it couldn't have been any faster or any looser. You got anything else to add? <laughs> no, that's uh, that's uh, that's all. That's all I got. No, that's good stuff. That's the weird shit that I found in the last week to talk about. But um, yeah, we'll we'll get back to our normal shows of actually doing some deeper dives into stuff starting Thursday. But yeah, we just wanted to hit you, hit you with the important uh, events of what's been going on. So I didn't. I just didn't want you kind listeners to go a week without hearing my honey butter voice. So. Mm-hmm. Those are the words I would use to describe it, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you watched anything recently that you want to, you know, shout out to the listeners or tell them to check out outside of uh, Stranger Things? Uh, no, I mean, I finally got off my lazy ass, and Jeffrey and I watched uh, Us uh, oh. the other night, so mm-hmm. that was pretty good. So You like it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was pretty good. You know, it had a different tone than uh, Get Out, um, but yeah. uh, I still enjoyed it. So, yeah, I think that's the only real downfall that movie had was everybody was so hell bent on getting um, Get Out Part Two from us, and it was no, this is a whole different fucking thing. Yeah. Although they've said they might take place in the same universe, but I'm getting tired of that shit of everybody having to fucking tie everything together. Can't you just have standalone movies? Again? Right, like you, you quit trying to please the masses. Like, God damn it, we wanted, uh, we wanted to get out part two. Well, they're in the same universe. No, they weren't in the same universe. And I'm sorry for that weird noise, folks. That was my boxer. <laughs> it can't be any weirder than that asshole driving past my house who was probably going about 96 miles an hour. <laughs> Poor little feller. Hope you made it around that S curve. <laughs> <laughs> Wintertime's gonna be so nice. They've put an S curve around uh, the. Well, I guess you'd say like next door to our house is an empty lot. They've put an S yeah. curve there to redirect traffic 
and I'm just, I really want to pull out a lawn chair this winter and just sit down and watch the amount of wrecks that are going to happen. And that's not anything against the people driving. It's just how dumb the city can be sometimes. Fucking dum-dums. Well, I'm glad you finally got to see us. That's awesome. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the uh, the best friend, the white guy. Oh, Whenever yeah. <laughs> strutting down those stairs like, huh? look at all my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to go see Midsummer. Oh yes, yeah. I've heard I've heard a lot of good shit about that. And again, I hope it doesn't have the same pitfall that um, us had because everybody's like, "Ooh, it's going to be Hereditary Part Two. And it could be. I'm really hoping for you know one of the top four you know demons of Satan to be brought up in this kind of like Payman was. But I don't know. I'm I'm hoping for the best and preparing for the best. The worst. No, no, no. I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Yeah. Well, parting thoughts. Spider-Man, Far From Home, love it or love it or leave it. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, it wasn't as funny as some of the other um, Marvel movies. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just kind of worn out on Marvel humor. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Mysterio was one of my favorite comic book characters growing up as a kid. I always yeah. liked that villain. So I'm I'm tired of like we, we get a Spider-Man remake and uh, they give us Green Goblin again. And we, we keep getting <laughs> and they the just same. Make it worse. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of like Batman movies. Like every time they remake a Batman movie, like you're always getting like the Joker or the Penguin as a villain, mm-hmm. and there's such a menagerie of different villains that you can pull from. And right. that's what I've really enjoyed about the Tom Holland Spider-Man is we've gotten Vulture, you know, we've gotten uh, Mysterio, and now there's talks of even possibly in the next one. Um, either getting Scorpion or Craven, and those are my other, you know, kind of favorite Sinister Six yeah. uh, villains. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm going Venom or bust on this shit. I know we're not going to get him on the next one, but my thing too is I just don't want them to continue with like. Oh, never mind. I was thinking of Amazing Spider-Man, the second with Andrew Garfield. All the yeah. villains were going to be super uh, powered by Oscorp. Yep. And I really didn't want to see that. But I don't know, man. I almost want to see a bigger threat. I think Scorpion would be kind of kind of lame. He's just the one-armed Dr. Octopus. Yeah, I think Craven uh, would be my uh, my one, my go-to, because um, there's so much they could do with that villain. And, like, you know, he's, like, the world's best hunter, and yeah. he's actually there to kill. But, Sp- like, he, you know, he's the best one that's going to be able to kill Spider-Man. So Right. I'd love to see some Jason Momoa playing Craven. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm tired of kind of seeing his face everywhere, but I can't think of another large man who's you know Russian play that right. character. But I'm sure I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure they're out there. Cool. Well, that was comic book talk. I'm glad you liked it, man. Mysterio was pretty badass. Yeah, they did that character some justice. They did some really cool stuff with it. I mean, the story you can kind of see a mile away coming, but it was still fun. I didn't feel like. You know, I was being patronized watching it, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, fuck, that mid credit scene. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about this off the air. I can't believe we haven't talked about this uh, before now. Yeah. What are we doing? What are we doing with our lives? Hmm, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to drink the rest of this thing and find some other foreign horror movie to watch tonight. 
Yeah, I'm probably gonna. You know, I've gone back and uh, restarted the X Files for like the tenth million time, and <laughs> yeah. So yeah. hell yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll tell you guys a little bit more about. Uh, I'll tell you and Steven about my weekend at Crypticon next episode. That'll be fun. Hell yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Sweet action. All right, well, guys, fear not. If you didn't quite find yourself on the edge of your saucer this episode, we'll bring it back. Don't you worry. Yeah. Yeah, this was this is our vacation episode. This is our off week. <laughs> we'll bring the gargantuan alien uh, anal probe next, next episode. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Let's plug some shit and get out of here. What do you want to plug, buddy? Well, hey, as always, if you need a beard, if you want a beard, if you want to grow a beard that uh, will put the, the uh, syphilisaurus to shame, check out BigDobsBeardBomb.com <laughs> and use promo code PXLPARA for 20% off your order. And check out Citrus, uh, not syphilis, but Citrus, <laughs> Mint, Dundee Cedar, uh, Fresh, uh, bay, uh, was it bay rum, sweet uh-huh. tobacco? Bay rum and sweet tobacco are still my go tos. Like, I still have a tin of those and I put those on my face. Like, I alternate every other day. Guys, you can't go wrong with Big Dobbs. So, please check his stuff out. Use our promo code, rock your beard to the fullest. Did you drop the promo code? I did, but I'll oh, drop okay. it again. PXLPARA <laughs> for 20% off your order. It's amazing. Buy a shit. There, there you go. Uh, check out Mark Solo's show, Pixelated Sausage. Check out Attack the Backlog, his video game tirades. And then check out our friends in Colorado, Fear and Fame. Who else? Check out Maniverse if you really enjoy beer talk. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. got to be other stuff out there, but I can't think of it at the moment. Oh, yeah. Check out the Instagram, PXL Paranormal. That's where all the good shit happens. That's where all the show notes come from. And I'm thinking, presto, what I'm going to do once we get back on this normal recording schedule of Thursday nights. See, folks, there's some inside baseball. Uh, We normally record Thursday nights. We edit over the weekend, and then we post in the following week. I'm Mm going to get back in the habit of actually posting the Instagram photos on the Mondays before the episode drops. That way, you kind of have a chance to wet your whistle and see what it is we're talking about, as opposed to probably... You know, getting it, I don't know, as as you listen, maybe. We'll see. But, yeah, we're going to tighten things up a little bit here now that summer's kind of coming to an end and vacations are over and all that good stuff. So, cool. All right. Well, I, I think that's that's pretty well it, right? Yeah, that's it. So, Groovy. as always, stay spooky and stay on the paranormal highway. <laughs> there you go. Thank you so much for listening. The cast at Pixelated Paranormal would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode. Pixelated Paranormal is here to tell you tales of the fantastical, the strange, the unknown. Tales that will move you a little further down the paranormal highway. If you'd like to share your own listener story, we would love to hear it. Email us at pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. Again, that's pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange.